0: Hello, and welcome to the Still Unsponsored Podcast. If you've ever tried to apply a tourniquet to your neck to get out of podcasting, Zach, that one's for you, even though you're not here. Chris from EMS 2020 <laughs> is here to let you know how to do it properly. Everyone else, hit that subscribe button. All right. Uh, so we're going to be talking about monetizing your podcast today. And uh, let me just bring Chris. There we go. All right. We're both on the screen. Uh, Chris? tell us about yourself yeah so you already gave away my first name
1: so that's not news to anybody but I am Chris Finkston uh I'm a paramedic and so that can mean a lot of things but specifically I'm a paramedic that works on a helicopter and part-time I also work on an ambulance so when you call 911 uh, I'll arrive just on an ambulance or sometimes I'll fly to you in the uh helicopter business we do everything from we're the same guys that land in the middle of a freeway and take traffic accident patients away and we also do things like um you have a really sick patient that's at like a smaller rural hospital we'll pick them up from there and take them into the big city where the bigger hospitals are there so yeah and right now i have a podcast that is at what i would call the what now phase
0: so (laughs) that is uh that is who i am and that is what i do excellent so since your job is way cooler than ours let's talk a little bit about that because you know, I don't know. I still, I, st- this is my world right now, you know, thanks to Corona. I don't leave these walls. Uh, <laughs> so what's the coolest helicopter flying story? Oh, geez. Uh, so here's the thing about
1: flying in the helicopter is every call is awesome. Uh, the best part about being in the helicopter is no one calls the helicopter because everything's okay. So yeah. all of your calls are, um, pretty intense, you're doing a lot of stuff, and then you get the best views in the world, which really the main benefit of flying in a helicopter is you can make your own desktop backgrounds just because you can take
0: beautiful pictures. Um, but- and Let's uh, let's be honest, the Northwest is not a bad spot to be. Oh, it's gorgeous. Like yesterday, I actually got off shift today around nine
1: and uh, we were flying yesterday and it was uh, just, it was all clear and just gorgeous views. Uh, but I would say so far, my coolest story about uh, flying in the helicopter uh, well, I got two stories. One is about being new again after 15 years of uh, being in a ground ambulance. Uh, but this one, the main difference about coming into a helicopter is or about coming into a scene in a helicopter is that it's um, sometimes just coming into the scene is a challenge. I mean, you drive an ambulance, right? You go up, you find an open spot, you park and that's it. A helicopter, you know, I don't fly at all, but we have a pilot thankfully that they're very, very good at it. Uh, They're amazing human beings, by the way. The life flight pilots are awesome. Um, But we gotta try and find our LZ sometimes. And you have a ground crew that's on scene that's trying to help you out and they've picked a good LZ, but we gotta see it before we'll go. And so the scariest moment I've had so far before I realized that it's totally normal uh, is we had to approach an LZ that we really couldn't see because there's a lot of terrain that makes hills. And so when you have hills like this, and your LZ is in the middle, when you're coming in from this way, you can't see your LZ. So you gotta go above your landing zone and you gotta circle. And when you circle, it feels like the helicopter's on its side. And so all of a sudden you're thousand feet in the air, the helicopter's tipped on its side, and you're looking out your window trying to find a place to land. And to me, like that was the most intense moment that I've had so far. Then we found a place to land. as far as being new again, after 15 years, that's been an intense experience. Um, yeah. My nickname, yeah. At the first base where I did my training, one of the nurses started calling me the TSA agent, and uh, here's why. <laughs> so- He's Patting everyone down?
0: Uh, like what's- uh, <laughs>
1: God, it was it was embarrassing. Like I felt like a child. So like we did we did a call where we picked up at a smaller hospital and we're taking yep. him to a larger one and we land it's bloody I mean it's just a bloody bloody Mm -hmm. scene and so we're down in their ER and we've got blood on our boots and we get back up to the helipad and I was in training so I was an extra person so they didn't have room for me in the back so I had to sit up in the co-pilot seat which is also cool uh but I sat up there and I realized I've got my bloody feet all over the pilot's vest that he had just dropped in that seat I'm like awesome way to make an impression and he's pointing down and I'm like, I don't know what to do because I can't hear him because I forgot to plug in. That's the yeah. other thing I forgot to do. All of our helmets have a little tassel you plug in so you can talk. Um, I forgot to do that. And so he's trying to make, he's like making up sign language on the fly to be like, hey, you're messing up my clothes. Uh, <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know. So I reach down and I grab it and I like hand it to him and he, or I don't hand it to him. I actually just drop it right on the controls of the helicopter. He picks it up and then just kind of mic drops it back where it goes. And I'm just like, this is awesome. And I'm struggling with my seatbelt too, because I'd never done the front harness. And so I look like that guy in backdraft that can't get his own suit on. And then anyway, so I get that done and he takes off and I'm just feeling embarrassed because I'm just like, man, I'm an experienced paramedic and I can't like seatbelt myself in. Yeah. So we get the whole thing done. And later on in the day, being the good rookie that I am, I'm like, I'm going to go out the helicopter. I'm going to inventory every bag in there. And so one of the bags I'm looking for is a personal protective equipment bag. Mm -hmm. And I open one bag, I open it up, and I look, and there's uh, an N95 mask in there, which a lot of people know what an N95 mask is now. Relevant Um, now, yeah. yeah. Thanks, Rona. Uh, But it's in there. And I grab it, and I'm like, okay, this must be the PPE bag. So I grab it, I go back inside, and I'm sitting down to one of the computers that has the full inventory list on it. And right around that time, everybody, pilot, nurse, Uh, nurses that aren't even on duty. Everybody's walking in just to kind of BS in the crew room where I am. And I'm going through this bag and I'm pulling stuff out and I pull out like a jacket, an energy drink. And I'm like, why is this stuff in the PPE bag? And all of a sudden the pilot, the same pilot whose vest I just mashed with my feet. Like, like, what are you doing with my bag? (laughs) That's exactly it, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Why do you have my bag? And I'm like, awesome, making a great impression. And so, yeah. So they start calling me the TSA agent because apparently I wear people's uh, people's bags. Uh, uh, well, yeah.
0: yeah. So it's all downhill from here. Uh, we're going to be talking about boring marketing stuff. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I uh, I think I had one more EMT question for you. Uh, aside from the the typo that you pointed out in the show notes, we'll skip that one. Uh, <laughs> which was uh, this, this has actually been a joke between Zach and I. Like will film, you know, workouts or heavy lifts or something like that because when the EMTs show up, they'll want to see what happened. So have you ever had that happen where you show up to a scene and someone's like, this is what happened. Like they have a video of it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh
1: yes, I have. And for the record, yes, it's helpful. Okay. Uh <laughs> you know, cause you can have so here's the problem. Uh so the one that I'm thinking of is we had a kid who just uh he was on a razor scooter so maybe he deserved it i don't know i'm just kidding i'm kidding let's uh, uh, go to cross the crosswalk he got keistered by a car and uh, at first the kid's just sitting on the sidewalk he's like i'm fine i'm fine like leave me alone you know he's got a little abrasion right here but it's not that big of a deal we're kind of like all right well let's call your parents kind of figure out what we want to do with you because we get called to a lot yeah. of scene where nothing's necessarily wrong someone's just like well i don't know what to do so nine one one. um and then someone comes up and it's like, "Hey man, I got this on video." And they showed us the video, and this kid, like he hit, he went over the car and did one of these numbers and then landed on his head. Damn. And I'm like, "Hey man, do you remember this?" And he's like, "Oh, that is that me?" And it's like, "Yeah, it is." And the fact that you don't know that that's you means we should really go to the Get hospital. In the truck. <laughs> yeah, exactly like we're going now. So yeah, I mean, it ha- it totally has happened and it is absolutely useful. So I don't know what kind of workouts you're doing, man, but it sounds like you should keep filming them.
0: Yeah. No, it's usually more like um, we talk Zach into lifting something heavy and then just stand (laughs) there and (laughs) see how it plays out. And he's not – Like is he lifting weights or is he just – Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like lifting weights, you know, Yeah. That's, you know, and come on, he's he'll be in a, like an Iraq or something. So it's, you know, contained danger. But, you know, gotcha. guy stuff. Uh. In, all, in all fairness, you just said something heavy. So for all
1: I know, he's like walking by a fast food joint, finding the biggest person he can and squatting them. So
0: that's well, I'll record that next time it happens, because uh, that'll definitely sure. be good watching. Um, As we get started, why don't you describe your podcast? sure so um i have two podcasts but i think the one that's kind of bringing me here
1: today is going to be one that uh that's called ems 2020. so ems 2020 ems standing for emergency medical services is a podcast where uh, my co-host spencer uh, we take calls that have actually happened and we pick them apart and we try and find things that either went really really well or went really really wrong and our main goal is to try and convey Points that you really can't find in a textbook, and so our target audience is going to be uh, like paramedic students or people that are interested in coming into the field. Where there's all this text information, like here's your proper dosages of these drugs, here's what you should do in this situation. But the problem is, is because the real world doesn't follow a script. It's hard to write a protocol for every situation out there. So that's what we try and do on EMS 2020s. We pick out the finer points about like as you know, like as experienced paramedics, which Spencer and I both are we pick out the finer points that
0: our experience can actually help explain a little bit better to people coming into the field. Nice. Cool. So, and as you said, you're sort of in the what now phase and uh, yeah, you called me last week and said, Hey, I realized uh, that, you know, after we stopped talking after high school, you went into marketing (laughs) and might know something about this. And I was like, yeah, (laughs) I, I spent, Probably millions of dollars buying podcast advertising, and so would be more than happy millions of other people's money uh, buying podcast advertising, and uh, would be more than happy to give you some ideas on how to make yourself, you know, make make yourself some money and make yourself an appealing, you know, uh, target for some advertisers. So
1: yeah, I mean that's exactly like you said. We are we're at the what now? I mean, we've got listeners. I feel we have a really good product, Um, and it's one of those things where. I'm at this juncture where I feel like, so like, here's kind of the fun thing about a podcast in the Googling that I've done, which is, which is my marketing experience, um, is that I have to be able to somehow market that I can do really good business to consumer in order to be able to get business to business kind of flow. And that's kind of where we're stuck right now is I feel like I can get the business to consumer. Like We're getting listeners. That's working out okay. That needs to be better. But then how do I even take the next leap from, hey, I've got all these people that that listen to me. How do I market that towards people who want those listeners to hear a message?
0: Yeah. Well, and as we were talking before the show, um, I think you naturally understand a principle that we have to explain to a lot of people, and that's positioning and we talked about this last week so tell me who the listener of your show is and who you want them to be wow so uh the
1: listener of our show right now seems to be everybody from paramedic students to paramedics who are just kind of starting out in the field we even have some more seasoned paramedics um, that listen and that is our target audience so right now i feel like our targeting is on point the uh, the feedback we get seems to be from people who are in that position that we set out to appeal to. So I think we're nailing it there.
0: Nice, and that that is going to be relevant when we get down the road uh, because it kind of it kind of it has a big impact on how much you charge for what right. sort of thing. So. I've divided this into like kind of four sections and it's uh, guidelines ways to kind of directly make money um, ways to indirectly make money. And then um, sort of an abstract way of, of making money off this thing, which is sort of like okay. visible to everyone else um, what you're doing. So whenever you're listening to something and you're like, I don't understand what he's doing here. Like he's doing this for fun. That's this method. So anyway um, guidelines. So I think one of the things that, is first and foremost that you always have to consider is you got to be authentic to your audience. So uh, everyone knows when you're selling something that you don't believe in. And so if you listen to it, it's almost like a chronic failing of the medium successful podcasts. You know, it's like, they're not the big guys. They're sort of the middle range and they're part of a, a network of podcasts where the network shows up and says, hey, that company that Chris represents just bought this ad, go read it. And they're like, I don't know who these guys are or, you know, why I want to be selling this thing. But it says that I love it. So I guess I'll read it. And your audience sees right through that. Uh, So so you just don't do it. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, that's like guideline the first, you know, be authentic. Well,
1: you know, and I think for us too, like. And one of the things that I will say, like you and I talked about this is that it's really free for everyone right now to listen to it. Mm-hmm. It's not free for me to produce. Like I've got web fees. I've got to buy equipment like that stuff gets expensive. But to be dead honest, like I got a text today from someone who I, I know personally as well. And they just started listening to the podcast and they came up and they said, hey, man, like I heard this concept on your show and it was awesome. Like it was it really appealed to me as something I don't want to, you know, I don't want to fall into this rut. And Our listeners is really why we got into this. So it's one of those things where it's I feel like if I am going to advertise, if I'm in, if I am going to, um, you know, sell ad space on my show, it does need to be something that's going to support the people that have supported me uh, for so long. And so that is something that's important to me kind of at like a core level is that we started this podcast so people can learn and people can grow as EMTs and paramedics. And I want to make sure that we're. Partnered up with uh, the right uh, sponsors
0: to make I sure we that's, maintain. That's that. another point that wasn't really in my notes, um, which was I, people are accepting of advertising, especially when mm-hmm. you're know, like one of the cool things about podcasting and the reason that I like it as a marketer, uh, you know, is the same reason that influencer influencer marketing <laughs> works is <laughs> because people have that relationship with the host, right? So mm-hmm. they listen to the host they believe what the host says they feel like they're friends with the host you know like everyone that listens to Joe Rogan probably thinks they're friends with Joe Rogan Uh, I do Uh, so uh, so you know you don't you you want to be like true to that right Um, and it's okay to say you know hey I'm doing this to pay the bills, you know, or it's like, here's right. a way to support the podcast, you know, like when you start to get through this, because people know that like, you know, things cost money, uh, you know, you're not doing it out of the kindness of your heart, you know, or even if you are, you know, it'd be nice if you made some money. Um, you hey, know, so, right. it, is, it is out of the kindness yeah. of my heart, but if yeah. I can also be kind and be rich, that's great. Just but, joking. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's like you listen to a lot of podcasts. I have no problem when they're advertising because I'm like, this guy should get paid for this because I enjoy his show. Uh, right. So let's move to the next point, which is, um, you know, actually. Here we go. I just covered it. Uh, so you know, you reinforce that trust with your audience. You know, oh yeah, and we we like uh, we like podcast advertising because of the of the you know relationship that the audience has with the host. So there we go. Um, and then we already covered the be honest thing as well. You know, or the uh, the it's okay to it's like it's okay to ask for money, or it's not. And it's, you're not asking money for the from the audience directly. And it's like usually like there's an exchange of goods and services if you are. So it's okay. It's okay. All right, so um, let's move into ideas for directly monetizing your podcast. So these are I do X on air, I get paid Y. And first, direct. So, uh, program stops. And there's a direct call to action, right? So it that's everyone's heard that. That's like basic advertising. That could be, you know, like a network cuts in an ad or you cut in an ad after in post or you stop and you read. Um, but it's, it's basically that. Like, And that's kind of like when people think about, like, I want to sponsor, that's kind of what they're thinking. Um, okay. But it might also be like maybe the most unimaginative uh, thing you can do. <laughs> so, you know, big big ideas would be like selling ad reads right Mm and you and i talked about you know and this is why i asked you about your audience uh who are they and how many of them are there and all that kind of stuff so if you have a general appeal podcast uh you could have millions of listeners but your cpm which is cost per thousand would be potentially quite low um because big consumer brands are going to come in and they want like real big reach and so you know you're gonna need millions of listeners to kind of make some level of money. Um, okay. If you have a hyper niche audience, which is actually more like what you're developing, right? You can charge a lot more on a CPM basis, and so oh wow, yeah. And so then what you get, but your advertising pool is also a lot narrower. So it's probably gonna be companies that you know that you interact with. You know, like you kind of go through your EMS kit and it's probably the brand names that are in there are the people that would want to advertise on your show um and surprisingly sometimes those small shows that like just really precisely hit the audience will end up charging the same amount for a spot as uh as like a big consumer show just because it's like so hyper targeted the advertiser knows that they're hitting exactly the right person so there's that so um so for me, like I guess, like what kind of things
1: as a as a podcaster up and coming, what kind of things is gonna like? For example, one of the uh, main manufacturers of practice mannequins for EMS yeah. is a company called Leardoll. Yeah. And what kind of things would Leardol want to see from me that would say, hey, like you should advertise with me? Like, what am I like? Because you and I talked about like there, there's number of listeners, and that's great, but you gotta somehow prove. That these listeners are engaged and that they're actually going to be influenced by me. Definitely.
0: So, there's a couple of ways to do that. And, you know, we're, get, we're getting like deep down in the weeds when we start to talk about this. Um, but, like, your Facebook page might be part of that. Um, so, basically, what you're gonna say is you're gonna say, like, I have an audience that's this size, and consistently my episodes are downloaded by like a growing number of people, meaning like I'm not losing anyone. They're they're continuing to grow, you know, and then if you could point to a community like your Facebook page where it's like known people that are interacting that sort of like furthers that that point that it's like, hey, this is a like tight knit group of people or um, sometimes they just need to try it, you know. And when we get down into things like collecting email lists and stuff like that, like open rates of email lists or um, like click through rates and stuff like that can be used to kind of prove that point that um that it is what it is but a lot of times you know if you're working with a savvy buyer you you either work with a savvy buyer who buys a lot of advertising and can kind of like identify what you are and is gonna go try it or you'll work with someone in the industry that knows you right and so they are like oh yeah i listened to your episode on the lifelike mannequins and I know you because I've bumped into you out in the world. And I believe sure. you when you say that you have an audience of this size. Right. So it's sort of like okay. personal credibility versus statistics a little bit. Um, so, yeah. Okay. So
1: big thing. So that's kind of a ratio then. It's, it's kind of a listeners to engage listeners sort of ratio that you want to be able to advertise out there because yeah. we do have that problem like because right now i would say a problem based off what you just said like i do, we do have a little bit of a problem in the sense that our listener numbers are going up like each episode seems to be eclipsing the last one which is yeah. great news to the listeners but our social media engagement is pretty low at the moment yeah. for ems 2020
0: so i kind of think that selling advertising you know this is where i kind of switch hats right because i love buying it right you know, as a marketing professional, I love buying uh, podcast advertising, but, uh, as just on the podcasting side, I think there's so many other opportunities available to you that that can be ideally like, you know, when you blow up and you're rich and famous, uh, with your EMS podcast, <laughs> that can be a small component of, of this. So we're going to go a couple down. Um, and then let me just make a note here to remind myself, uh, because that one's gonna gonna be important here in a second. So next would be affiliate links. So this is this is similar. Um, and in my my business, um, we a lot of times try and talk podcasters into this, especially if they have smaller audiences or we're not sure, right? Um, okay. And that'll be like an affiliate program. And so instead of instead of you just getting a check for doing the read. Uh, what you get back is uh, a commission on sales. Uh, And there's some pretty famous uh, examples of this. Actually, using the Joe Rogan example, his relationship with Onnit is allegedly a... uh, Well, allegedly it was so big that he had equity in the company. Uh, But, you know, he also was basically just getting commission check because that was more valuable than, like, a advertising check. Um, Now, granted, he's the... Like one of the biggest podcasts. That's not you, um, right? But what you can do is, so, right? Yeah, like, like like three more Joe days. Joe Rogan, Chris Fink. me, yeah. Maybe Paris. put Mark
1: Maron right here. Mark Maron right yep. there. Maybe and maybe. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Um. <laughs> so the affiliate link, like either a company might seek you out or you can seek them out. So if you know that there's like a supply company that everyone uses or even Amazon, like Jocko back in the day, like when his podcast was first starting, he would encourage people to go click on his Amazon link before they go shopping, which wasn't totally kosher with the terms and conditions of, uh, of their affiliate program. But you know, it it didn't really matter. It, It was probably okay so or he yeah. probably still made money off of it uh, <laughs> he probably did yeah yeah exactly um, he said he was really sorry and then made a bunch of money <laughs> yeah yeah exactly so a read for the affiliate program might might be something like you know click the link in the description or it could be um something like use coupon code whatever at the end and that coupon code thing by the way that could either be an affiliate thing or it could be the marketers that are doing the advertising trying to track the performance of the of the podcast oh so here's okay. another like side tip um there's a guy named nathan Lotka who i really enjoyed working with oh zach was trying to join but i think used his <laughs> wrong account um <laughs> uh, so you were uh, you? like you know what? we're doing fine with that she yeah there zach. we go zach, oh, you're
2: hey, here. Zach. <laughs> there he <is>. sorry guys <laughs> just ran from a
1: meeting
0: <laughs> <laughs> in in true business business guy format uh, so you know anyway. you said that it sounded a little rehearsed yeah yeah it's like someone I gave wish. you that idea so yeah. right all <laughs> right what did i miss uh Two
2: choices, marketing questions i think i'm We're caught. actually
0: done we're actually oh. done we're closing oh. out that's it yeah yeah we're wrapping right. it up
2: well, that's uh
0: cool. Yeah, well, you'll just have to actually this time listen to the whole episode to find out what you missed. There's nothing know, worth listening to. Don't worry about it. It's, it's, it'll be a first for you. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, okay, so I was talking about uh, a pro tip. Nathan Lotka, uh, who uh, runs a podcast called The Top, like The Top, I think it's just The Top, um, but it's a business podcast. He was very proactive about asking what kind of performance his coupon codes got and you know to the extent where he'd be like you know asking his audience if they had problems checking out with us to you know to email him so he could you know pass that on to us and you know it was sort of like one it was just nice actually for us to get the feedback but also he wanted to make sure that like you know being a business guy he wanted to make sure that we were receiving value for the advertising and his proactivity was like made him just a really good partner for that so okay yeah so uh next idea for ways to directly make money off your podcast patreon and the like um Now, so I've looked into Patreon a little bit, and by looked into me,
1: I pretty much mean like, yeah, I googled Patreon. So I'm actually super interested in. I'm actually super interested in what you have to say here because I've I've considered this a few times.
0: I mean, okay, so this is this is one of those things where it's like, hey, you don't need an advertiser to make money. You can you can directly ask your uh, your people for uh, you know donations or something like that and are you about to tell me i wasted my time googling this is that the vibe i'm getting uh okay i'm i'm more gonna reveal a personal (laughs) bias which is i don't like it but it's the it's the like my pure capitalist you know standpoint i would (laughs) rather you like sell your own merch uh and like i buy a shirt with your name on it even if it's dramatically overpriced and for whatever reason that feels better for me like than making a donation zach's nodding his head like, know, i don't get it you're weird uh, i don't <laughs> think you're weird that's really <laughs> zach's fine with it zach's like yeah no this is great yeah but zach ha- have you me. ever given anyone a patreon donation <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> no not at
1: all you know and here's my thing about um, i have a li- I have an ems 2020 announcement that is coming up and i'll come reveal that later but as spencer and i were kind of going through this like you know and then mark and i kind of the same thing patreon like it seemed like something we want to do but my only issue is like like uh medical stuff and ems 2020 were both built on people just listening and what i really don't want to do is there's a part of me and maybe i'm wrong in thinking this maybe i have a incorrect vibe but um I just, I don't want to divide that audience into like, you know, like, oh, these are the people I really like. So they get extra stuff. Yeah. And these are the people, just everybody else. And for me, I feel like I'm betraying a lot of really loyal listeners that have been awesome to us when I kind of go that route and I could be wrong. Maybe the general populace doesn't see it that way, you know, but, um, that was kind of my concern is I didn't want to divide people like
0: that. No, I like that, you know, and I, I think it's, it's good because you know, yeah, I, I agree with your assessment there and that would be the way that i would handle it uh you know obviously patreon is a very successful business and a lot of podcasts make a lot of money off of it and you know especially with you know monetization on youtube becoming something that's like you know really hard to come by these days uh you know or twitch being the same the same way that you know a lot of people use patreon to kind of fill that gap but uh, i would just rather you know rather do it through merch sales um Right, you know that's that's my personal thing. So we probably should skip that. Uh, skip my next one and just talk about merch um, on YouTube. When you cross a hundred thousand subscribers, and I noticed this working with guys, uh, once they crossed a hundred thousand, it was better for them to sell their own stuff than for me to buy advertising space on their. Interesting. Yeah, and you know a lot of times they do both, right? Because it they have kind of the you might call it inventory on their show they can do a read for me but they can also say like hey buy my shirt um you know at the end or whatever and people don't mind listening to the read and then they buy the shirt so you're doubling down um but yeah once you cross some of those thresholds you know you can tell that like they care about the advertiser a little bit less so that's I can see that. Um,
1: It's funny you mentioned shirts. There is actually one medical stuff shirt in existence. And it's basically, I, I can't actually find it. And by one shirt, I mean, not like one you can buy. I mean, like one shirt. And it's just Mark's head on my chest. And if you go to our Instagram, there is a picture of me just proudly wearing a picture of Mark's face. And that's the only merch we've had, but so many people have asked for that exact shirt. And I want it just because I want people walking around with Mark's face right Maybe there on Maybe what their you chest
0: should do is gray. zoom out one and take a picture of you wearing your Mark's face shirt <laughs> and then put that. So yeah, sort of,
1: sort of like an inception, yeah. like
0: there's a layer yep. within a layer of, okay, perfect. Yeah. That sounds yeah, exactly. Great. Zach and I were, uh, on the receiving end of a, a work practical joke where we showed up to work one day and everyone had shirts on that had, uh, both of our faces on the shirt <laughs> from, from a photo that I had taken and posted on Instagram. Uh, oh, that is perfect. It, it was pretty awesome because it wasn't just like everyone in our office. It was all of our offices which were spread across the entire <laughs> country. <laughs> so, and yeah. world. That was
2: pretty and, funny.
0: And world. That's yeah. Awesome, yeah, too. exactly. Um okay, so last one on this kind of direct approach would be uh integrations. So or brand activations sometimes what they're called where mm. it's like you're doing a entire episode dedicated to that brand. And it can come in a couple different flavors. You know, it could be like I was thinking about your, um, your lifelike medical dummy, uh, episode, sure. right. Yeah. It could have easily been sponsored by them. Uh, however, your conclusion may have been different, uh, right. which again, we go back right. to having your audience trust you, you know, so you don't, you don't want to give that up. Um, exactly. but something like that. And it doesn't always strictly have to be uh you know like i talk about their product for the entire time it could just be like i have uh their people on my podcast to just participate right okay um, that'd, that'd be a lot of that'd be pretty fascinating. because yeah. i do know some people that are in the industry that do sell and create equipment exactly uh so like the meat eater podcast they do a lot of these where it'll be like you know it's a hunting podcast and the ceo of weatherby is on the podcast and oh, wow. and there'll be like a pitch. For, you know, the gun at some point uh, or whatever product they're, they're pitching but for the most part it, they'll just sail right past it and they're just another podcast guest and undoubtedly Weatherby was paying for the pleasure of having their CEO uh, on the show oh I bet yeah. don't, don't you think people just see past that though and they
2: just get annoyed
0: uh, I don't know I think exactly it's like we we're the special cynical crowd that uh, you know That identifies that but you know the other thing is like if you're if you're the marketer that's buying that space you want to make sure that your guy's good you know he's going to be a good guest you don't want to yeah you don't want to dub like this guy showing up and talking
2: because you'll just get this
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) listen to the show and know what you're walking into (laughs)
1: like i think um like in the ems industry and of course i'm going to take your concept and narrow it down to my very small field of expertise here. Um, but it's actually fairly common in our industry that we have representatives from companies come in and train us on new equipment. And so that might be something for my particular niche that would be more well-received because, uh, for example, uh, we bought, uh, one of the agencies that I work for bought uh, Baxter brand pumps mm-hmm. and a Baxter rep came in. and it was a little bit silly because of course we bought one, we bought, you know, like one version. And he talked about a little bit about the more premium uh, version. version. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. But mostly he provided training and it, it was nice to have someone who was there that was an expert on these pieces of equipment. And so I do see an avenue there where if I had someone uh, come into the show that could answer all the possible questions we could have as EMS providers, that'd be something that'd be super valuable to listeners. Because whenever there's a new piece of equipment out there, um, paramedics, at, like you know where I work, I have paramedics and there's also flight nurses as well. Um, they really want to know everything about this piece of equipment, and they want to know. Uh, you know, all these little questions about all these little scenarios that could happen because like, uh, you know, Chris and I, we were talking before the show, you can't write a protocol or a script for everything that'll happen out in the real world.
0: Well, and, and I was just about to say like your pitch here could be, you know, you have, I've been using your product. So, and I've got to imagine that being, being the lifelike guy, it kind of mm-hmm. puts you a little bit like, you know, you're like the special forces of EMT, something like that, you know? Uh, I wouldn't say that myself, but I love that you did. And so I'm just going to roll with it. And that's uh, fine. Yeah. I'm gonna, like, now I that, roll, that I've I'm said it, we to just... <laughs> I, have, I have night vision goggles and a helmet where they flip down. So that's kind of
1: pretty much the same
0: thing. Uh, yeah. I, I'm thinking about a career <laughs> change right now. Uh, Zach, what do you think? That's pretty cool. E- either way, it? we don't have any sponsors. Uh, okay, so you know what? <laughs> I'm going to call you guys the special forces of marketing. Oh uh, yeah, but it's it just
2: a monitor. Never again. Yeah,
0: let's not do that. Uh, <laughs> it's like, all right, I'll see you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Show yourself out. Um, <laughs> I lost my train. Uh, Oh, I remember, you know, like after you've been using a product for a while, uh, you, you could say essentially, you know, okay, I've been using it. So you come on, you give your, like your one-on-one spiel, but then we're going to talk about like the advanced tips and the like practical application, like what's not in the manual. You know, like how do I use this thing when when the person's like really extra deformed, uh? You know, and, and needs the help. Yeah, extra deformed. That's extra, a good. Method. Yeah, has some structural oddities. Uh, so, I like I like that. Yeah. Okay, so transitioning. Uh, I think we basically covered like kind of all the direct uh, or a, a lot of big uh, big ideas for the direct. So the next ones would be like indirect approaches. So this is basically where you want to use your podcast as a gateway to something else. So okay. think, uh, visit my website, visit my Facebook page, follow me on Instagram, you know, all those sorts of things where you can do everything that was in the direct section, but down below or, you know, kind of like abstracted another level. And you potentially can do, a- do this too
2: all the time down yes. below.
0: Links in the description. Right, <laughs> these, uh, these, you know what? These, these are
2: like fluff things to me, though, Chris. Like, I mean, I know we have a crazy amount. Of, uh, oh man, both Chris is here, yeah, Chris W. Uh, sorry, you're both staring at me. This is really awkward. Uh, Chris W. I feel like this is more just fluff. This would almost be like branding initiatives, like from a, a direct acquisition standpoint, where mm-hmm. sure, visit your Facebook page, visit your website, but if someone's into you, they're listening. They're probably going to do that anyways. You suggesting to them to go ahead and like it, probably not going to do anything.
0: It's the next step after that. So, like, the other thing, getting their email address is super valuable because when we were talking about, um, like, the relationship with the advertiser, like, saying that you can send a newsletter as well, which then is going to provide some really concrete stats, like, that's much more. That's that's a really good point. Do we have an email capture on our website? Uh, us. No, yeah. we're not doing any of this stuff.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're just giving you advice to a guy
2: that needs to do this stuff. yeah. yeah Would exactly. you call us, marketing what? Yeah, we're really on top of it.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. We know what we're talking about. We, we don't do it. We All just right. don't do it. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
2: All
1: right,
0: cool. Chris Whitley, no, you are the Chris Kyle of marketing. That's
2: oh,
1: who no,
0: you are. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> um, yeah, so email, email lists, man, you guys are like, gone um yeah the email list though would give you the ability to can like not rely on the same person to have listened to your episode so if you decide that you know like they listen to episode one they go to your website they submit their email address and then you know six months down the line you want to do an affiliate relationship with some company you can promote that product And it's like you're hitting that entire audience. It's kind of all cumulative, rather than the person that was just there for that slice.
1: Oh, I see what you're saying there. So, okay,
0: yeah, that makes sense. Because
1: we, I mean, we don't. We even notice just kind of through some of our numbers that come up is that we don't. It almost seems to be like an effect. As is that you're going to lose listeners from episode to episode. That's that's a fact of life. You know, you're going to have you know this many people listen to episode one, and then they decide, eh, not for me. You lose those, and then you gain new people. So the goal is to keep to gain more than you lose. Um, but a newsletter might kind of be more of a steady stream in the sense that, hey, listen to episode one, I've signed up where even if I don't catch these other episodes or I go on vacation or I just freaking forget that it exists, I'm still on that newsletter, we still have that customer.
2: Yep. And then they get to promote the affiliate links and everything else and your really cool t-shirt, et cetera. So even if they're not a listener, you can still email them your lovely t-shirt with someone's face on it.
0: Well, I mean- gotcha. And you can email them links to your, your you know, your current podcast or with the Cliff Notes version or, you know, whatever else. So you kind of keep them engaged in the community, um, you know, even though they're not kind of an active listener. So there cool. you go. Oh, Zach went on screen mute. So something must be happening. <laughs> uh. There's some action <laughs> happening behind me. So. <laughs> oh, all right. Um, okay. So the final, uh, section was the abstract section, uh, where it's, it's like when you're listening to a podcast and you're like, why is this person doing this podcast? Um, similar to like us, Zach wonders this every time, like, why are we doing this? I um, so you know, basically, it's like the podcast's a front for something else. The podcast, the website, like whatever it else, it's a front for something else. And so that could be, you know, selling, training, consulting, you know, career advancement, you know, trying to establish yourself as a thought leader or you know whatever it is. Um, a guru. A guru. Yeah, yeah. exactly. A ninja, perhaps. Um, yeah. Any Any of those things. So that's where you Know maybe you do the podcast and the podcast itself has no intention of being monetized because you're basically looking for that payday that's going to happen, you know, sometime in the future. Okay, that
1: makes a lot of sense. Instead of guru, though, I'm going to stick with the special forces thing, by the way. You've just inflated my head. That's yeah, that's what I'm (laughs) great. Yeah, but
0: Uh, paramedic sniper, yeah yeah how what do, you, what do you shoot out there like iv fluid or something
1: yeah just ivs from a really long distance away like from the helicopter as we're circling just trying to yeah. launch them out just the window like drop them we don't even got to land anymore you just stick the iv in them and yank them up by the iv line so, like spider man or something
0: <laughs> yeah that's the end of my list i don't know questions zach now that you're late anything you want to cover?
2: No, I'm guessing you got it all so I can go eat dinner now.
0: (laughs) Uh, The only
1: thing that I would bring up kind of from an earlier conversation and honestly, and I apologize, I can't remember if we talked about this when the live stream started. I don't think we did. But it was some of the avenues that have been left less fruitful for me. I kind of want to talk about with you guys. Maybe I was doing it wrong. Um, But one of the things that I started out only because it was easy to just like click and then it happened was shelling out money to like Facebook and Instagram to like boost posts.
0: Okay. And yeah,
1: yeah. and so and what I saw was a lot of numbers about hey, like you reached thousands of people and be like great, how many people listened? Cuz for me like my my product that I'm trying to sell to another business is how many people listen and engage. But it wasn't translating into more listens. We were getting a lot of people who would just click like on our Facebook page. And I I wouldn't see an increase in listens on our podcast, which is what I want. And that was where, so I'm kind of at this point, like, do I keep spending money in this avenue? Am I doing it wrong? No, stop. Stop, just stop. On the Yeah,
2: on the brakes. So the reason for that, I mean, a lot
0: of the, you know,
2: a lot of the, you look at the platforms. So a lot of them are all, all now, are all like machine learning, right? So if you're targeting page likes, guess what they're gonna do? They're gonna find users that really like page likes. So the action doesn't necessarily then go into what you actually want, which is someone actually downloading your podcast for listening, et cetera. Um, A lot of those things too are what I would consider what I call vanity metrics. So they're not really driving what you actually want, right? So you can get post engagement, you can get people to check out your page, maybe check out your website, but until you actually tie that to like an event. So for example, hitting the download button all you're going to get is a lot of people that kind of fit those molds that do stuff online that maybe are a good fit for you. Um, so if you're going down that paid route, kudos to you, uh, I would definitely stop the kind of Facebook likes, Facebook engagement, um, and start getting a little, think about like what you actually want to happen. So if you want someone to, to download the podcast or click the button to start listening or wherever, um, you can set up an event in Facebook for that action.
0: So that okay. what we can do is so target your that mailing action. list a conversion All right so join your mailing list. is a great list. example
2: right so whether it's on your confirmation page or just creating a little facebook target on that button then you have people doing the action that you want and then facebook will say cool out of who i've selected to be the interest now they're doing this action and you get the benefit out of that okay. caveat being though it's gonna be expensive um yeah it's gonna yeah. be expensive. so like page likes everything else those are super cheap because there's no it doesn't take people out of the facebook experience um once you take someone out of facebook to do something your costs go pretty substantially Um, okay so just as a heads up you know depending on how much of an audience boost you need it it could cost you quite a bit of money
1: gotcha uh right now we seem to be growing um fairly organically if that's the right term i don't want to try and participate in your guys's lingo there if i'm using it wrong but uh Right now, we seem to be doing I mean, like a lot of word of mouth around the industry um, has been pretty good for us. I mean, that's awesome. You know, yeah, Chris, I w- like, like I w- Chris would- and I, were
0: talking to yeah, I would just keep riding that train. Like I, you know, okay. when, when you and I talked last week, I was like, stop that immediately. You know, stop giving Facebook money. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, uh, because we were. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, like just just keep it growing organically and. You know, maybe if you get to the point now, here's the thing where you start to combine some of these, like if you reached a audience threshold where you decided to launch your own product and it was your own thing that you were selling and then you decided to run Facebook ads for that thing right on Facebook and it's almost then like the podcast is an acquisition channel that's that's in parallel to Facebook and both of them are pointing at your product. Uh, that's like kind of a slightly different. Different take on it. And then I, our opinion would probably change because, you know, obviously you have a conversion that leads to revenue. And then you can say, okay, what's the ROI on this? Okay. And that can actually be something a little more tangible that I can measure. And
1: that's been the other challenge, too, is I mean, for me, like I'm a measurements kind of guy. And I think a lot of paramedics are. I mean, we we live in the world of studies like we'll be giving a treatment and then a study comes out and then we change our treatment i mean that's that's our life and so for me i think naturally i have a draw to want to measure everything that i'm doing and get as many metrics as i can but that's kind of hard to track because sometimes there's a gap in measurements you know like for me like we just talked about like you have this many likes and then there's a gap somewhere and then how does that translate over to what i want but um thanks to you guys there, I got a little more direction. There's
0: a real question in the chat. Uh Ooh, should <laughs> yeah, probably posted, go back up. Posted by a family member. Uh <laughs> so uh basically he's wondering, aren't vanity vanity metrics it, useful for providing a proxy for performance for advertisers? Um you know, so if they if they want something actionable. And yeah, they're they're useful. Um you know i think the vanity metrics that we were talking about specifically here were like facebook liking your post about your new episode or something like that and so it it wasn't really telling it wasn't providing you anything of value other than making you look bigger than you were these comments are
2: harsh by the way
0: <laughs> yeah yeah oh god i haven't been paying enough attention <laughs>
2: Also oh wow! Spelled, it's also spelled ch just as a record for
1: <laughs> oh are you okay zach this is actually pretty hard on you isn't it yeah it kind of is. it's okay
0: yeah. there is it's some okay. debate on how uh you know it, i don't know i think zach has a cool name because you know his first name also is his initials so you know but Z-A-K. it's not
1: that's that's not your, it, your middle
0: name's not alan no I've been telling as everybody. As much as you want though. it to be, it's not. Wow, I got a lot of
1: Zach information. Really quick, Zach. Yeah. <laughs> what is your maiden name while we're here? While
0: your mother's maiden name? If we, no, maiden name. Oh, your mother's yeah, maiden he's name. Gonna, he's going to hack your Twitter if it hasn't been hacked already. Uh, <laughs> right. So. It's F
2: it's, U. Uh, F-U fun. Right.
1: <laughs> Look, all I want to tell you is that I'm from Visa MasterCard Customer Services, and I want to talk to you about your car's uh, expiring warranty. Oh, good. I think I have a floor right
0: now. Yeah. We gone. did have
1: uh, one of our other Lifeline paramedics once answered the phone to that. And uh, this is a brief digression, but it is funny. And uh, he's like, Oh, really? Which car? And they said, well, Your most recent one. He goes, I got a 1984 Toyota Silica, man. And it was just awesome. He kept the guy on the phone for like 15 minutes trying to figure out which fake car. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. That <laughs> uh, was a good time. Yeah. Um, I've got some EMS 2020 news. I don't know if we're at that point Yeah, let's do it. I think
0: we're we're in closing phase here, so uh, let's do it. Closing mode. So uh,
1: again, I'm Chris Finkson. I am the host on EMS 2020. I'm also the co-host on uh, medical stuff. Um, EMS 2020, some big news. Uh, We are going to be going to a weekly content model. For a while, we've been doing an episode every two weeks, and the number one piece of feedback we've been getting from you guys is do more episodes, which feels Great. So we are going to give you a little bit bigger chunk of our lives and we're going to go ahead and do the weekly episodes and uh, some weekly content. So, yes, every Wednesday there will be a new EMS 2020 episode. Uh, EMS or uh, medical stuff is every Monday. New episodes there. You can find us uh, anywhere. You can download a podcast. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Google Play. You can find us on Facebook. It's EMS space 20 slash 20 we're also on Spotify, so pretty much anywhere you can listen to a podcast, we are there. So please listen and give some feedback. We love hearing from you guys.
0: Awesome. Well, uh, obviously, we're still unsponsored, and we're on YouTube and <laughs> YouTube and Apple Podcasts. And uh, yeah, we do episodes when we feel like it. It's <laughs> basically, the the reality of the situation. So What a uh, life. Yeah, yeah, I know. So you're going to have to subscribe because... Uh, you know, you never know what's gonna happen which is not yeah, what I you just want. like consistency is important <laughs> for building an audience uh, that's another thing that we know but we don't practice so, <laughs> so yeah't do what, do what I say don't do what I do yeah exactly exactly
1: yeah cool yeah no I mean I, I totally understand like the time crunch I mean I just save lives in my off time you know and then I find for this but I'm sure you guys got something else going on that really prevents you from keeping that schedule. <laughs>
0: Cool. Thanks. All right, guys. Well, uh, you guys hang on the hangout, and I am going to fade out the uh, the live stream. All so right.
2: I can, I can I can leave.
1: Oh. You have to.